there, Alaskans, wherever you are, welcome to the Must Read Alaska Show. Coming to you from somewhere in Alaska. This is the place where we talk about, you guessed it, Alaska. Where we keep the mainstream media on their toes and where we are standing up for what's right in a world run by leftists. You can find out more by heading over to mustreadalaska.com and also checking out the Must Read Alaska YouTube channel for some really great content. But first, let's get this party started. Welcome, everybody, to the Must Read Alaska show. I'm your host, John Quick, coming to you live from somewhere in Alaska. And it is another cold day here on the Kenai Peninsula. I'm sure it's cold all around Alaska. If you listen, watch, and read Must Read Alaska, I want to thank you. If you want to help keep the lights on here, just go to mustreadalaska.com. On the right-hand side, there is a little donate button. Every $5, $10, $100 helps keep the lights on here at Must Read Alaska. And if you want to sponsor the Must Read Alaska show, just email me, John, J-O-H-N, at mustreadalaska.com feed spot which ranks all podcasts in the entire world recently just ranked must read alaska show as the top 30 conservative podcast to listen to in the u.s in 2024 which is very exciting but without further ado i have a very special guest today chad hufford who has started founded and i think is the president of veritas financial or veritas alaska which is also veritas wealth management Chad, welcome to the Must Read Alaska show. John, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm super excited you're on. I think that we're going to be talking about a wide variety of topics that I think most people in Alaska care about, which is being wise with their money and making money. But before we talk about Veritas Alaska, Veritas Wealth Management, take me back to where you grew up and what first sparked that initial interest in the finance industry. Well, so they say a fish discovers water last. And I grew up kind of in the financial world. And we were raised on, I don't know if you remember Larry Burkett. He was kind of the predecessor to Dave Ramsey. And he had a a class called Crown Financial. My dad used to teach that in the church, uh, teach other families. And it was just biblically based principles that they just flat out work. And they've been working for thousands of years we were immersed in that. And I didn't know how rare it was to live by those principles until I got a little bit older and realized these are, these are life-changing principles. And I just was, was blessed to actually grow up where that was a normal part of our life. And I look around the world now and good financial stewardship is anything but normal. Now, (laughs) you know, we've normalized bad behavior. We've normalized bad health. We've normalized so many things that are unhealthy that somebody who is doing the right things financially is, is kind of an outsider. And it just, it was one of those things I, it, it just sparked that, wow, you can change somebody's life if you change how they deal with finances. So it's it's been a blessing to be able to do that. I was so proud of my dad and the lives that he changed through the financial coaching. And we've just taken that and built the built on what he uh, taught me and and using that to uh, to impact lives and and make a ripple in, in, in Alaska. That's awesome. So somewhere along the lines of getting inspired by your dad, um, you started Veritas. Take me back to that moment where you thought to yourself, I need to just start something on my own and and make this dream become a reality. So I... My degree is in biochemistry. My plan was to go into medicine. And I was finishing up my biochemistry degree at University of Alaska. 
and looking at various medical schools, University of Washington was pretty much top of the list. And then I met the woman who's now my wife. We have six kids now. And Congrats. <laughs> thank you. And of course, at the time, I was thinking medicine. I want to be a hotshot surgeon, maybe an endocrinologist, but trauma surgery was super interesting to me. And I was I was happy to be a workaholic. And meeting my wife, or the woman who would become my wife, really changed that perspective. And I did I did take a pause and really look at what what do I want? And what I really realized, John, was I wanted to own a business. I did not want a job that owned me. And not to say you can't have a work-life balance as a physician, but the way I'm wired, it would not have worked. So I'm on a plane flight down to Ohio, and I'm reading a book that my dad suggested called Simple Wealth, Inevitable Wealth by Nick Murray. And that's the book that changed my life. I read that, and I was like, this is everything I grew up learning. People need to know this. I called my dad. I said, what would it look like to start a, a financial practice? And uh, he helped me with some ideas. And this was 2007. I had a baby on the way. We were at the very <laughs> beginning stages of the financial meltdown, 2008, 2009. I didn't know it yet, that it was going to be the biggest financial crisis of my generation. But that's how I started. Um, if I knew how difficult it was going to be, I probably would not have started. So I'm glad I didn't. But I'm also so hey, glad. If you can start a finance business during one of the worst finance meltdowns in our time, you're doing pretty well. <laughs> I was too naive to know what I was up against. And I'm I'm grateful that I didn't because probably would have taken a different direction. But looking back, I'm so glad I went through it. I'm blessed to be where we are today and glad to still be in Alaska. That's awesome. So I've actually seen you through YouTube speak at Mountain City Church. It's not often that you see financial advisors speak at you know large churches. I think that's pretty awesome. Talk to me about how big a, fa a role faith is uh, in your day-to-day -day as owning a as owning a business. Well, like I kind of mentioned, I mean the reason I chose this path was a much well that wasn't very well said. It was very much in in part a part of my faith because I believe my primary primary ministry is to my family. And I I thought I could produce a practice. I could build a business that would still allow me to be an excellent father and husband and to be part of our church community, but still be excellent professionally. And I don't know that I could have uh, could have strike that balance um, in the in the surgery world. So uh, I know I know people that can. I just don't know that I was one of those people. So faith was a big part of that driving force and. And really, John, I mean, my mission in starting this was to have an impact in people's lives, to help people experience a more abundant life. Initially, I thought surgery was going to be my path to do that, to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. Um, but it's been finance. And, and it's just God gave me a different tool to accomplish what I was still trying to accomplish, was make that impact in people's lives and to be a steward of the, the time that I have here on earth and the tools he's given me and also the background he's given me. Like I said, I, I, it is not lost on me that I grew up with a very unique situation, learning these principles from a very early age, being immersed in God's view of finances. And that, that is not the norm. And I, I believe I have an obligation to help share that with others. That's awesome. So one of the unique things that you all do, which I think is awesome, is there's a guy, Dave Ramsey, which most people that are listening to this have heard of. 
He's got one of the biggest radio shows uh, in the whole U.S. He probably has the biggest radio show as it relates to finance. You guys partner with them. I don't know if that's the right word, but I know you work with them with in some way, shape, or form. Talk to me about what that looks like and maybe how that's been a benefit to what you're doing. Oh, it's been phenomenal. In fact, I was just down in Nashville, uh, had the benefit of having dinner with Dave and his wife. Uh, got to see a different side of him, much more subdued. Um, and his wife is an absolute sweetheart, Sharon. Just they're, they're salt-of-the-earth people. Um, and what Dave did is he took principles from Proverbs and he just packaged them. I mean, they're, they're God's principles. They're working for 4,000 years, but he packaged them and created a process around them. And about seven or eight years ago, uh, we became affiliated with the Dave Ramsey's organization. And our job is to basically help apply those principles to somebody's unique financial path. And we, we work closely with the Ramsey organization. We're not paid by them. Uh, we don't work for them. But we run our, our, our businesses along the, the same principles, and there's a lot of cooperation back and forth. So it's been a, been a great relationship for the last several years. Uh, we go down there for conferences, um, and they support us. They coach us, uh, make, help us run a, an effective and uh, meaningful financial practice. That's awesome. So not many people get to have dinner with Dave Ramsey. Tell, you got to give me a couple more insight into that because I think that folks that listen, watch, and read Must Read Alaska will be very, you know, intrigued to hear maybe what he was like and and all that kind of stuff. So well, here, if you can give us a peek under the hood. That'd be great. Well, here's the best part about it, John. Is I I flew down to Nashville. My luggage flew to California. So <laughs> I'm sitting there with Dave Ramsey and we had met before and we talked before, but this is the most FaceTime ever gotten with them. And, and like I said, me be able to sit down and share dinner with them. And they came up to Alaska a couple of years ago on a cruise. So he's telling me about that. And, you know, he's into guns and hunting and all that. So he's asking about, about those things. And um, I was telling about my son who just shot a, a caribou last year at 12 years old, got his first caribou. And so he wanted to know about that experience and just having a, a real nice conversation. But I'm sitting there with Dave Ramsey and his wife in this super fancy venue. And I'm wearing the clothes I've been wearing for two or three days. And it's just, <laughs> yeah, at first I felt so insecure. But they're just, like I said, just really down to earth. Um, it, there's a different persona he has on stage. Like I said, he's more subdued in person. And uh, they just they did a great job, just make me feel relaxed. And, you know, he was teasing me a little bit. In fact, <laughs> he actually he had one of his uh, one of one of his team members go out and actually bought me some clothes. So <laughs> um, I was at least able to change my shirt for dinner. But uh, anyways, no, it was, it was a really cool experience. Uh, he's got a great team around him. Uh, some of the other personalities that have started to shoulder some of the uh, the presentation aspect of of what Ramsey Solutions is doing. I mean, he just he's got a great team. It's it's been really aspirational to see what they're doing because he's been able to scale without losing his work life balance, without losing the strength of his message. In fact, I think they've even enhanced that. So we're trying to model a little bit of of what they're doing down there up here. That's awesome. So you have a book coming out. Talk to me about. Uh, the book, you know, how did it come to be and, and uh, when does it come out? Well, the book is Forging Financial Freedom, and it is a book 
about the the mindsets and and principles required to build financial independence, to build sustainable wealth. And what we did, John, is kind of unique. Um, we worked very closely with the oil field. And what I've noticed over the years is the oil field has a tendency, that industry has a tendency to take the challenges and frustrations that anybody faces when planning for the future and preparing for retirement, and it magnifies them. So you think about the the volatility of stocks makes it difficult, right? And we believe in buying companies through mutual funds, but when you see the value of those companies fluctuating wildly, it's hard. But when your job, when your industry is just as volatile as your investments, it makes it even harder. It's hard for anybody to be on a budget, but when you're two weeks on, two weeks off, you're almost living two different lives within the same month, it makes it even harder. Uh, there's so many different nuances of the oil industry that just it just intensifies the challenges everybody faces. We thought, let's let's interview as many oil field professionals as we can, our clients and folks that we don't yet work with. And let's just get their stories. Let's hear about their challenges. What did they face? What did they have to overcome? Let's extract the lessons from that, merge that into the principles that we teach. And that's the book. So it, it was a labor of love over the last couple of years. And yeah, it's forging financial freedom. So it's it's not it's not theories and and uh hypotheses in some uh, business class somewhere. This is tried and true stuff. It's it's truths from the trenches, stuff that actually has worked uh, for men and women in Alaska and all over the United States. So, and my, I think you can, people can pre-order it on Kindle. Is that correct? Right now, the pre-order is only for the, the Kindle version. In the next couple of months, in fact, I've been meeting here later this afternoon to talk about the, the paperback, working with our publisher, Hopefully the that will be available for pre-order soon, but the book will be out at the end of April. Awesome. Well, we'll put the link to the Kindle in our the description of the podcast, and folks go on there and pre-order yourself this book. Um, I've gotten to know Chad over the last couple months, and he is just a great guy. He knows what he's doing, so I encourage folks to go check that out. Um, Chad, question is this: who who is your ideal client? Is it a person? Is it a business? Is it a nonprofit? Because there's going to be folks that are listening into this saying, I want to go check out Veritas. I want to go check out this Chad guy. Who Who's your ideal client and uh, who should come running and checking out your website and giving you a ring? If we're, if we're super specific, our ideal client, they're blue collar millionaires. Um, but broader than that, the people that have that mindset, they're the people that, it doesn't matter what profession you're in, but this idea of blue collar is that you're willing to do the things, the hard things that most people aren't willing to do. And from a professional standpoint, that might be being up on the North Slope on an oil rig at 40 below. Um, it might be a cop here in Anchorage or a firefighter here in Anchorage working outside at 20 below, which that's what it is right now this morning yeah. um, here in Anchorage. But it's really about the, the financial principles. They're, they're not exciting. They're not sexy. They're not flashy. They're somewhat boring and mundane, but it's being able to chip away at those things every every single day, every single month, and being consistent. So those are the types of people we're looking for, that people that are willing to do what others won't to get to where others won't end up. Uh, people who are, are disciplined, they're patient, they're 
willing to be held accountable to their long-term goals. They're willing to be coached and they're willing to forge a different path because the path that this world has for finances clearly is not working. So we need to be willing to look at different things and people that are that are willing to do the work necessary to build a life of abundance. And when I say abundance, John, I'm talking about way beyond finances. Yeah. So what are some practical tips? There's also going to be folks listening in here that maybe they're not going to call you, but they're going to listen to this 30 minutes and really take it serious. What are some practical tips you'd give folks just trying to navigate their own family finances? Number one, start with goals. You wouldn't, you would not start building a house without a blueprint. You should not start building your financial future without one either. And a lot of people start collecting investments before they actually start strategically planning. So it'd be like somebody going into Home Depot and you know you buy a few tools over here, you buy some plywood over there, and you just start collecting and then trying to figure out what you're trying to build with it. Start with long-term goals. What are you trying to build? And then create a blueprint. And a, and a blueprint connects a future goal with your current actions from a construction standpoint. A financial blueprint should do the exact same thing, connecting our current actions with future goals and future objectives. Um, another thing to think about is looking at sustainable before we try to optimize. And what I mean by that is looking at a path that we can execute day after day, year after year for decades. A lot of people just think about like folks joining a gym a few weeks ago, January 1st, <laughs> yeah. you know, they haven't worked out in 15 years, but they're downloading like special forces workouts. They're like, yeah, I'm going to do what the Navy SEALs do. <laughs> and it's not sustainable. They're, they're trying we, to do We've all done it, folks. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You know, by Valentine's Day, most people will have already quit going to the gym. Gyms, gyms business models are based on the fact you'll sign up in January and quit by February. And too often, people try to do too much too soon, and it's just simply not sustainable. So identify long-term goals, find a pathway, a plan that connects with what you're doing today with those future goals, but make sure it's sustainable. Maybe you need to save $1,000 a month to hit your long-term goals, and maybe you can only afford 200 Okay, start with 200 And then Bump it up to 250 in a month and then 300 in a couple months. And you slowly work towards that. If somebody wanted to, to go run a marathon this summer, they wouldn't go out and run 26 miles today if they haven't been running. They might walk for three miles and they're going to gradually move that forward. But they're, they're going to, it's, it's slow and steady, John. People that are willing to, to do consistently what most people do occasionally. That's what wins in life and that's what ultimately gets people to a point where they can maintain and sustain financial independence, but it, consistency matters. This is not about getting rich quick. It's about building wealth slowly and meaningfully, and it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a lot of patience. It's going to take a lot of discipline, but it's going to be worth it in the end. Yeah. I once was able to sit down with one of the trustees at the Murdoch Foundation, which is one of the biggest foundations in the Northwest. And, um, it, you know, I think when I hear you say that, I think, you know, a lot of times we want results right away, right? We want to buy that cryptocurrency and get a 7,000 return uh, on our investment in four days. But I think, you know, a lot of things uh, were, 
you know, are you willing to reap the benefits 20, 30 years from now? The, the, when the Murdoch Foundation was started, a guy put in, I think it was like a million bucks, which, you know, at the time was a lot of money. Now the fund is almost worth, I think it's like 800 or 900 million dollars just because that one guy's initial investment of thinking forward and not caring about, you know, something that's going to happen right now, right now, right now. And so I love what you're saying. If people, if, if, if there's other folks that are loving what you're saying, where can they find you? What's your website? What's the best way to get. Yeah. Best way to get a hold of us is the website. It's veritasalaska.com. Uh, they can also email us at ask at veritasalaska.com and we're, we're on LinkedIn, Facebook as well. And yeah, just feel free to reach out with questions, um, concerns, or if you want some, some guidance, uh, plotting your financial course, we're happy to help. Awesome. Well, any last minute thoughts here, Chad, 30 minutes has gone by in a flash floor is yours. I just want to remind people that you are the the biggest determining factor in the trajectory of your life. There's a lot of things that are going to happen outside of your control, but focus on what you can control and learn to ignore or at least put a lower, lower priority on the things that you can't control. Um, harness your actions, your behavior, create good habits. That's, that's ultimately where the quality of your life will come from. That's awesome, Chad. Well, we wish you nothing but success here from us for Alaska. Folks, if you are thinking about getting your finances in check, thinking about long-term, short-term investments, all those kinds of things, go check out Veritas Alaska. We'll put the link in the description and uh, the uh, email as well. Uh, Chad, thank you so much for coming on. For folks that listen, watch, and read Must Read Alaska, if you want to sponsor the Must Read Alaska show, just email me, John, J-O-H-N, at mustreadalaska.com. Or if you want to donate to the cause, go to mustreadalaska.com. And on the right-hand side there, there's a little donate button. Uh, we got a couple more episodes this week. I'm looking forward to it. But until then, 